Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Hey guys. Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to Pardon the Intermission. That's Eric. And you are Jason. Last time I checked. Yeah. Yeah. So how's it going, man? Hey, I am well. I am well. I'm I'm finally getting into the Christmas spirit. As of the recording of our show here, Pardon the uh, Intermission, we are just down to three days to Christmas. Yeah. And finally getting into the holiday spirit. You know, I've been watching holiday movies up the yin-yang, been listening to holiday music, ad nauseum. You know, so yeah, I mean, finally getting in that Christmas spirit. Now. I'll tell you that that's the one good thing about you know uh, being in our uh, being right now in, in 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 the time of life with the streaming. You know, I don't know. Yep. I should just say. I mean, you know, being in, in the present because um, you know we can just sit there and I can, like every night. Same thing we're talking about. We're watching a Christmas movie like a night. It's like oh yeah, yep. we'll, we'll click this on. We'll click that on. We'll watch this. We'll watch that. Yep. Remember the old in the old olden days back <laughs> in the olden days. You'd have to you'd have to like. You have to, you know, you look at the TV guide, mm-hmm. right? For those who don't know, TV guide was an yep. actual paper book, a little book that yep. would show you when uh, shows were coming on. So you yep. could kind of plan it. So it's like, you know, Monday, you would see Charlie Brown Christmas special. Yep. Tuesday would be It's a Wonderful Life. But, you know, a lot of these shows didn't get shown mm-hmm. uh, all the time, just once and that's it. So you yep. would have to catch it or you lost it. That's right. If you weren't if you weren't at home Monday at 8 p.m. to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> sorry, you were out of luck until next year. Well, no, I was going to say, and, and, and uh, uh, by the way, you had to, it was the TV edited version, which this should be. <laughs> it was. to go back and do the podcast edited version. Yep. The t- this was the TV edited version. And, pl- yep. and then you had to watch commercials on top of it. You that's couldn't just right. watch the movie that's right unfortunately a lot of streaming services are now turning out to be like that where you you know if you want the cheaper version you have to watch commercials but you know yeah, hey, yeah. hey got, y'all gotta make a buck we right? gotta do what we gotta do, <laughs> gotta do what you hey gotta this do. is a very special episode though because yes, it is. Uh, special jason and i are gonna go through <clears throat> our uh top 10 holiday movies yes right is it did you do tv shows too or just movies i just did movies movies right so it's our top 10 yeah. holiday mm-hmm. movies of all time, yeah, um, and we each made a list, and we're gonna we're gonna start from number ten, and we're gonna trade off, and you know, uh, do it that way, and and yep. then count down to number one. So, yep. um, so you know what? I'll let you go, sir. Uh, for give me your number ten, okay. uh, top ten holiday. Okay, so I actually had two number tens. Now, okay. now my first number ten was ten, and then the second one is ten A because that was kind of like <laughs> a kind of like a uh, a residual number ten if I was changing my mind. But basically, my number one, my not my number one, the number ten film I went with was is a movie called The Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay, okay. So for those of you who don't know this film, it's an action movie. Stars Gina Davis. It stars um, an actor named Craig Birko who was in mm. that show uh, Boston. Um, Boston Legal, and he was also in that was a show with William Shatner and James Spader. Yeah, and uh, it also has uh, Brian Cox, well-known character actor. Samuel L. Jackson is in it too. Basically, Gina Davis plays this former CIA hit woman who suffers through amnesia, and she resurfaces in this New Jersey town where she is the head of the PTA and she's baking Rice Krispie treats. Mm-hmm. Well, one of her former um, one of her former targets recognizes her on TV, and he goes breaks yeah. out of jail, goes all the way to find her just to kill her. 
gives her a nice little thump on the head, and then all of a sudden she remembers that she's this killer agent named Charlene Baltimore. And it takes place, it, it's Christmas, takes place totally oh, during Christmas. It's one yeah. of those. But one it, of those. it's a Christmas film, though. I love it because it's a complete BS action film with some funny one liners by Samuel yeah. L. Jackson himself. That's a duck, not a dick. And uh, sorry, <laughs> for, uh, filter out button there. But anyway, yeah, it just, it's kind of like Die Hard meets Lethal Weapon all wrapped into one. And Interesting. Like, yeah, it, it, it's, look, on a scale of one to 10, it's probably about a four and a half, maybe a five, but it's okay. still worth watching because you have some funny moments, some good action scenes, and it's one of those movies that just makes you say, what the heck is this? Well, I don't remember ever, I do remember the name, and I do remember seeing, I think, you know, when you said Gina, I go, yeah, that's right. I remember Gina. she was in it. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it, though, so I, I have to watch this. I have it on disc. I'll be more than happy to <laughs> okay. let you borrow it. All right? All right. All right, so the long kiss, and then that was your, and then what's your, what's your next pick for the number 10 trading place trading places oh my god with trading eddie murphy places. eddie murphy and dan Aykroyd, don amici and ralph Bellamy. oh man i gotta tell you i got yes it does yes. see we're gonna have to have a conversation about movies that take place during christmas and then movies oh, that boy. are christmas movies okay. well but, well for the sake of this episode we're okay, just gonna we're gonna roll with it okay. we're gonna roll with it trading yes. places all right trading yes. places good all right <laughs> yeah um my uh, number 10 is an actual christmas movie <clears throat> Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, the good old Christmas Carol, oh. uh, the 1984 movie with George C. Scott, George where C. he, Scott. yeah, George okay. C. Scott. To me, that's the Christmas Carol. I grew up watching that mm-hmm. one, and that's that's the one I like. George C. Scott does a great job of being Scrooge. Okay, um, so I do like that. So that was my number ten. Okay, okay. Number nine. Number nine for me is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Ah, I'm sure he's in my list somewhere, too. I think he's up a little bit higher. He is. Now, which one? Is this the cartoon? Is this the movie version? Thank you for asking. This is the animated one. The animated... uh, Not the... Oh, the the animated Grinch. The animated Grinch one. Not the live-action one directed by Ron Howard that featured Jim Carrey as the Grinch. But the the animated one, the the recent one, yes. This was well, no, the the one that came out in the well, the seventies or oh, okay, the 80s, okay, the sixties. So it was 60s, uh, you're talking yeah. about, yeah. So that was it was a TV version. You know what I mean? One, yeah. Mr. Grinch. That's, that's a classic. That's yes, a classic. That's a classic one. I always made it a point to watch that with my grandparents because, and um, you know, it's just yeah, it's been around for yeah. a long time. It always airs this time of year every year. It's part and of your childhood. It's and, part of and my growing childhood. Up. Yeah, it's part of my childhood. It it, it helped follow foster my excitement for Christmas was yeah. watching because it leapt from uh, it leaped from the pages of Dr. Seuss directly onto uh, an animated production and I loved it yeah well, if you grew up in the 70s 80s I mean you yeah. you watch basically it was the Grinch and then we're going back to network TV like we talked about earlier yep the Grinch and uh, also Charlie Brown Christmas it was yep. like those were the two main ones and then they had some other like Jack Frost and they had some other animated yep. live action Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer the, was another the Ar- classic the Arthur Rankin animated ones yeah yeah, yeah. those yeah mm-hmm. um, but anyway yeah so th- those are definitely classic I love it I love it um, I was yeah. gonna say real quick yeah I did I bought that on DVD myself and I've got that and I, but years ago I bought it you yeah. know when DVDs were real popular yeah and I was so excited to watch it and I'm like playing it and it seemed like the stinking thing was over in five minutes and I'm like wait what it was, you know it's funny you don't when you're watching it on network TV they got all these commercials right so they it at least lasts a half an hour, but when you're watching it by yourself, it's like, you know, 10 minutes long. <laughs> you're just right. watching it straight through. So I was like, whoa, it's over it's already. Like, oh, wow. This isn't going to take up yeah, a whole day like I thought I got, it would. Okay. Yeah, I know. I was like, I didn't even get through my <laughs> bowl of popcorn. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay. Number nine. Great. That was a great choice. Uh, yes. Mine is uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. I like the, that one. The and original one? 
With Edmund I, you know, Flynn? I like them both. I okay. like them both. Okay. But I will say that, yes, my favorite would have to be the black and white with uh, Natalie Wood uh, as the little girl. Yeah. And Edmund Gwen played yeah, Edmund uh, Santa Gwen. Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, That is a classic for me. Absolutely. So that, that's okay, my good. number. Good but choice. the 1980, uh, 1994 version wasn't bad either mm-hmm. with, uh, was it Dylan McDermott? Dylan and, McDermott, uh, Richard Attenborough yeah. played Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not bad either. You know, so if you want a little bit more modern version, you know. You yeah, okay. It. Cool but, deal. Good go choice. Ahead. Okay, good choices. So, number eight. What number eight for me is Elf. Oh, I, I got it on my list. Don't okay, look. I got awesome. it on my list too, but I won't tell you where. Not looking, not looking, yeah. So I, I put Elf number eight on my list because I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. Really? A lot of people think Will Ferrell is the funniest I guy. I love that guy. I, His comedy. To me, he plays the same loud voice, obnoxious characters in every yeah, movie that yeah, he does. Yeah. I'm singing. Right. I'm singing. Exactly. Yeah. But with Elf, there's just something different about it. And I guess because yeah. Bob Bob Newhart is in it, I'm oh. just like, okay, I love. And then James Caan, of James course, Con. plays Buddy the Elf's dad. Yeah, yeah. Completely. Uh, rest in peace. Re- yeah, oh. rest, rest in peace, Jimmy. He played the perfect acerbic father of an elf. And it just, yeah. yes. And plus, I mean, Elf has now been turned into a stage, holiday stage production i don't so. know about that i'm like because it's a musical right it's a musical so yes. i'm not sure about that one but but the film with the Will film Ferrell is and, James well, and you know what it, it was just the it. uh it was just the uh with the obsceneness or oddities of it you know when he's sitting right. there eating everything with syrup remember that he's got like yep. he's got spaghetti and he's just you know oh my gosh and m&ms in yep. there that one like breakfast scene I yep. love it. Yeah, that that yeah. is amazing. Oh, uh, Ed Asner is Santa Claus in that too. Yeah, yeah. Zoe Deschanel oh, plays his love Zoe, interest. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Know who Zoe Deschanel is, and uh, Mary Steenburgen plays his uh, stepmother. Stepmother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is good. You know, that, that's just a good feel good. It, it's an it's a a, a good feel good comedy movie really that you know yeah, it, it's amazing it, it pokes fun at christmas without offending people and it has a lot of good callbacks like in the beginning when he's on his journey and they're like you know yep. have a good journey uh right right you know yeah yeah <laughs> you know and and it's all it reminds you of the the rankin the bass and rankin uh, rankin bass animated films. Rankin and, bass animated and also films. i don't know if you remember this but peter dinklage is in elf as well yeah oh yeah 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 he yeah, plays sure. that uh that executive who is going to um yeah he's greenlight he's, the book project or well, something no he, he's He's bringing in ideas. He's that's like, right. a, he's yeah. this real famous uh, children's writer. And that's and, when Will Ferrell calls him like an elf or something. Or yeah. Like, and, and he's making fun. And he thinks he's making fun of him, but he's really being serious. Right. And, you know, I, I just love it. Peter Dinklage goes full Tyrion Lannister. And, on and him. That, well, yeah. And that's the thing, too. You know, if anybody, Will Ferrell, if anybody could play like childlike grown up, that's him. That's but I mean, and, and make it seem real. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's total. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Your number eight. My number eight is the classic. Now, it's in the kind of the same vein as my number 10, but it's Scrooge. Oh, Bill Murray. I was yeah. just watching that the other night. Really, yes. 1988. I love that one. Bill Murray, Car- Carol Kane is in it. Uh, his brother's in it. Bill Murray's brother. I can't remember his name. But Brian yeah. Doyle Murray. There you go. And uh, that whole movie is just—it's a classic. I mean, oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he talks like this. Bobcat. Bobcat goes away. Hello, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. We were watching that, and and my wife is like, you know, there's no way they could get uh, away with that. Where he's coming in with the gun. Gun, you Agreed. know, and taking over the control center of the. But it's great. It it, it it it's a fun movie though, and it has a lot of good little cameos in it by some good actors too. But well, Buddy Hackett. If you think Buddy Hackett's a oh good yeah, actor, Buddy, Buddy Hackett is in it, but. Uh, you just mentioned Brian Doyle Murray. Bill's brother is in it, but there's also Michael J. Pollard, who was in uh, way back. I'm taking you way back to uh, he was in Bonnie and Clyde with Warren Beatty and mm. um, and Faye Dunaway. He's in it. You yeah. also have um, 
uh, John Forsythe. He plays one of the homeless guys, right? The, he one, does. That, the one that gets frozen. Yeah, He's he like, plays yeah. one of the homeless guys. John Forsythe is in it. Soap opera fans, you know yeah. John Forsythe from his days on Dynasty. Uh, let's see who else is in it. There was also um, no. Well, Ghostbusters came out in what eighty four, right? Ghostbusters came out in eighty four. So he, yeah. so Bill Murray was kind of still riding that kind of high. I mean, you know, he's you know that. I mean, that was like his prime wheelhouse right there of movies. Yeah. And yeah. for anybody who hasn't seen, I mean, Scrooge. Obviously, it's it's basically re- another retelling of a Christmas Carol. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's done. He's a uh, Bill Murray plays a uh, executive. A high level TV executive, TV executive. you yeah. know, and so it's it's yeah, and he's really this kind of cold blooded guy, and and uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's great, it's amazing. So yeah, that yeah. is definitely awesome. uh, yeah, that's definitely a good. One. Okay, your number seven. Uh, my number seven is the original Santa Claus, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, interesting. Yes. Good. Yeah. Okay. I, I like, like uh, for whatever reason, I just like that movie really? because it, to me, it, it showed Tim Allen in, well, first of all, it made him a bankable star with Disney. Obviously mm. he had done it when he was still under contract doing home improvement. But anyway, um, it, it just, it's kind of, it, it's a good lighthearted holiday comedy. Yeah. Doesn't go overboard too much. And it's, but it's still Tim Allen at his comedic best, yeah. especially when he pokes fun at Neil played by Judge Reinhold on oh, the sweaters yeah, that yeah. he wears. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my, my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is um, is when uh, he's getting ready to do show and tell with his son Charlie at school. And then Charlie goes up to Neil and says, I want Dad to go first. And then Neil's Judge Reinhold says, okay, Charlie, if that's how you really feel. Tim Allen leans over and says, yes, Neil, that's how he really feels. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I, it, it's Tim Allen at his best. Yeah, yeah. You know? I would say, I would say, I think I like the Santa Claus two a little bit better. Okay. Uh, where he's trying to find the wife. And right. my favorite part of that movie is when okay. they're at the, the dance. I didn't put it on my list, so I'm not, but when they're at the dance okay. and, uh, not the dance, <clears throat> sorry, they're having like the, the, the school, all the faculty of the school is getting together and having like Christmas party. Yeah. And it's pretty boring and he's whips out all these toys that everybody, all these guys love, you know, guys and gals love. Right. I'm, I'm thinking, man, to have the power to do that just to know, you know, oh, you, right. you love, you know, rock'em, sock'em robots and oh, here's this for you and it's toss across and, you know, all right. this fun games anyway right. but yeah uh, santa claus is a classic cool. uh i like it um, all right you're seven my number seven uh special place <laughs> in my heart home alone oh, 1990 yes. i still remember i watched that in 1990 going to the theater and it's funny i still remember that movie came out looked like a funny little comedy mm-hmm. went to the theater one of my best experiences went to the theater and the thing was packed. I didn't even luckily we we got in. I mean, we were very lucky we got in. I didn't realize it was gonna be this, you know. Right. Um, watch that movie, and it was one of those movies where the crowd was just electric, like from the get go. It was roaring. I mean, you couldn't hear half of the movie because people, every we were all laughing. We were almost, and it was literally that we were almost rolling in the aisle, and our stomach was hurting. We were just laughing so hard. It was an amazing experience. So yeah, Home Alone. I I love that, and it still it still holds up. It, it does. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and hey, J- I mean, it's a John Hughes film what's there yeah. not to like about a john hughes film yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? awesome yeah and a great cast in that too great so, yeah. cast yep okay number six what do you got lethal weapon baby. Oh! yes lethal oh! weapon and again, i, I this, love lethal weapon it, it, it's it's not only a great action film but a great action holiday film and yes this yeah. is on one of those conversations we'll have to have at a subsequent time about is it a holiday yes. film or not but 
for all intents and purposes, I put it on this list because I love it. This is a movie that turned Mel Gibson into a bona fide action star, mm. reinvented Danny Glover's career. Yeah. But and then Gary Busey as Mr. Joshua, hello, perfectly cast as a great uh, mercenary. Mm. Just uh, I love the action scenes in it. It has some good, some good little light-hearted adult humor in it as well. And again, Mel Gibson, boom. What's not to like? Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to have to go back and revisit those Lethal Weapons because it's been a long time since I've seen those. Okay. So I know they're probably going to be... I mean, you know, I'm, I, I know the movie, but I mean, it's yeah. going to feel a little fresh because yeah. I haven't seen it in so long. But yeah, yeah. it's yeah, those are great films. So yeah, yeah, well, and the first one especially, yeah, it's a Christmas film. Uh, I think it's a Christmas <laughs> film. There's a Christmas tree in it somewhere. Well, he does yep. play in a Christmas tree lot. He plays yeah, there's a, the one scene where he's in the Christmas yeah. tree lot and he's trying to negotiate for drugs and there's this guy hiding in a Christmas tree that gets ready to pump him with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then he goes, Hey Mo and then he, you know, takes Yeah, out he his does Beretta the whole that's when you can really see his character come out, right? You're yep. Like, oh, okay, this guy's exactly nuts. this this rigs is nuts. Yep. This, this cop. Okay, my number six is uh, turned into a classic, and it actually works for Halloween, too. It is A Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 1993, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it is. it can work for both. Um, but, yeah, I do like it as a Christmas <coughs> movie. And, you know, as, as a family, my wife loves Nightmare Before Christmas. And so yeah. usually Christmas time, we have a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas decorations. Same and they can work for Halloween, too. So it's kind of nice. Yep. Kind yeah. of a cross-holiday movie there. Huh? I think it's one of the first. And because it was a stop-action uh, stop motion type film, uh, it it kind of brought that back into mm-hmm. into the the mainstream, you yeah, know. Because I think at absolutely. that time, you know, you didn't see a lot of that. I mean, going back to to uh, uh, Rankin and Bass, I mean, that was probably the last you really saw the the popularity of that, right? Right. You know, and and then they brought it back in with this one. So yeah, awesome. this is amazing. Cool deal. <clears throat> what is uh, your number five, sir? My number five is a Christmas story. <laughs> we Hello. got, we both got it. Number five, high yeah, five. high, high five, five on that baby. one. All right, yeah, Christmas yeah. story. I don't need to say any more. You've all yeah. seen a Christmas story. You all know what a great film it is. That's all I need to say. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, there, there's nothing. You know, it's funny. I didn't start watching that film until later in life. Like, it would always come on, and I was like, man, I don't want to watch it. And yeah. it wasn't until I got older that I watched it, and I was like, wow, I was really missing a good, yeah, a good movie because I came. It came out in what eighty three, right? Yeah, nineteen eighty three. So yeah, for me, it was. I, I didn't start till a little bit older, but I love mm-hmm. it. I mean, that movie has grown <clears throat> on me so much. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I could do the TBS all day. Do you have it on all day? Uh, do they still do that? I oh, don't know. they do. And no way could I have it on TBS all day. <laughs> it's almost like a subliminal message that just drives you nuts. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you can watch it and enjoy it multiple times, but you can only see it multiple times consecutively to where you just want to splash eggnog on your face <laughs> and yeah. then douse it with cyanide or something. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, you know, you can only take so much, right? But right, it, yeah, exactly. it's a classic. Did you see the new one? I, the new Christmas story. Uh, you caught me at the wrong time to ask this question. Uh-oh. I'm watching the new one tonight, actually. Really? Yes. I, I, th- with me, Eric, I'm very anal about my holiday movies. I have to watch them in a certain order and certain gotcha. films. Okay. So this one, I will see the, the new one on Netflix or on Netflix, but uh, no, not on Netflix, on Disney. HBO. HBO, thank you. Yeah. I will get to it, but I just haven't watched it yet. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I'm not going to give any cool. spoilers, but I don't okay. think you'll be disappointed. I, I watched it, and I think it, I think it, it, it did a great job of not trying to be a Christmas story, okay. but it did a lot of paying homage to the original Christmas story, and it was its own film. And even though it may not completely, you know, it's not going to be the same level as a Christmas story as far as, right. uh, you know, I, I think it's a good compliment. Put it that way. I think it's a good compliment to the first one, so okay. you won't be disappointed. Cool Number deal. four, what do you got? 
Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, okay. Oh, there the you Ed, go. The Edmund right. Gwen one and Natalie Wood okay. one. Yeah. Okay. That was the movie that officially, I think, got me hooked on holiday films. Mm. When I would go down to my grandparents for Christmas, they would always have three holiday movies on that I would watch with them all the time. This was one of them. Oh, okay. And so this has kind of uh, this mean because I had a very good relationship with both my grandparents. This has a lot mm. of sentimental meaning for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just, um, it, it, it not only imbues everything about what we believe about Christmas, but about family as well, you know? So it's just, yeah. it, it's just one of those, I mean, it's, it's like Wizard of Oz. It's going to last beyond 70 years, beyond 80 years. It's always going to be with us. Yeah. What do you think <clears throat> about the uh, 94 version, even though it doesn't have the, uh, you know, the, the ties, uh, emotional ties because of, uh, you know. Right. I like the 94 version as well. It has a different type. It has a different type of feel because it relates to a different, um, relates to a different audience. Yeah. You know, relates to a I, not necessarily a younger audience, but um, you know, the the original one was done way back in the nineteen what nineteen forties forty one forty two or something I think. Oh, you're talking about the original uh, yeah. miracle was forty seven. Forty seven. Thank yeah. you. Okay, so yeah, so uh, and this was ninety four. Yeah, so this one reaches audiences, but just different types of audiences. It's meant for a um, a more I don't want to say a modern audience, but it, it still mm. has its its light hearted moments like the original one does, and I like it. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number uh, four was uh, Elf. So we okay, okay. Elf. You there we go. Elf, it's it's a little bit higher on the list. Yeah, Elf. Love that movie. All right. Yeah, I love that movie. I love right. the movie. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, number three. What do you got? Number three. I got It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, got It's a Wonderful Life. This was the second of three films that I would always watch with my grandparents. Oh, there you go. There you go. And every time I every time I get down in the dumps about myself, my wife always tells me, "Watch It's a Wonderful Life." <laughs> yeah. You're you're George Bailey, Jason. You know that you're George Bailey. I'm like, no, seriously, I haven't done squat with my life. Watch, oh, hey, I, it's a wonderful life, Jason. I, I need a, I need to uh, find a mortgage. Can you help me? Do you have a building alone? I can. <laughs> you can help me no, with a mortgage. No, but I know, I know a couple of corrupt businessmen that oh, might be okay. able to help out. <laughs> no, I was hoping you had a building <laughs> alone. Right. Uh, yeah. But you know, actually, yeah. Merry Christmas, you old building right. alone. Yeah. It, it, it's a Wonderful Life is interesting because it, it's like a time capsule. It mm. takes you all the way back to a simpler time in life, but yet it's still relatable to the day and age that we live in. I think. Yeah, uh, very much so. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think you're you're right. I mean, it definitely has a quality that carries it. You know, and and uh, uh, I may have that on my list too. Um, and I'll get to some more facts on that in a minute. But okay, um, it's a wonderful life. Is definitely uh, definitely a classic for sure. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, number three for me was uh, Christmas Vacation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah gotta yeah. love it. Gotta love it. The pooper was full. He didn't really say pooper, but you know, he said another word that yeah. means the letter S. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, Christmas Vacation. That's, that's definitely uh, <clears throat> a classic. You got to watch. I mean, we'll watch that several times during. I watched uh, it at least four season. or five times a season. Yeah, gotta yeah. watch it. Yep. I'm, and it's funny. You're saying that your wife thinks you're uh, uh, George Bailey. My yeah. wife thinks that I'm Clark. Griswold. So oh, there you go. <laughs> and see, my daughter thinks I'm, I'm the, Clark Griswold. <laughs> I'm the guy pulling the, the tree out by the roots and, you know, and all that. And right. Trying my to make daughter, it and... my daughter thinks I'm the guy who would drive the car underneath a big rig truck hauling <laughs> large lumber, you know, you know, it's, and it was so cool. I mean, there, there, I, I think I've watched a movie so much now. It's hard to really pick anything new, but for a long yeah. time, it's like every time you watched it, you can see little tiny new things in that movie all the time. I mean, it yep. was really, it's funny because it's just a, a corny, you know, comedy, Christmas movie, but it was really done so well and it was so thoughtful. Yeah, and it's like you 
can catch all these little things all the time, you know? Yep. Yeah, and it, it is amazing, yeah. So. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, kiss my butt, <laughs> kiss his butt, kiss your butt. <laughs> oh, yep. man, that's, that's great. Okay, number two, what do you got? Well, get ready to Rumble? cheer. No, Uh-oh. Christmas Vacation, number two. Oh, there you go. Hey, we were close. We were we close. Were, we were very close. Yeah, yeah. And you basically said what I was going to say, so yeah. I don't need to say anything else. Chris, yeah, it's definitely. So number yeah. uh, number two for me was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Okay, the live, live action, action version, the All Jim right. Carrey version. Listen, I love the cartoon, and, and mm-hmm. that has, that's my childhood right there. Yeah. I, I do like the newer one they did. Uh, I can't remember. It's not called, it's called uh, not How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think it's just called The Grinch. The Grinch, The yeah. new one, right? Yep. Uh, the new animated version. That was a good one, too. But yeah. yeah, I think when Jim Carrey came out with this version, I mean, it blew my mind. He did such a great job. This was completely his wheelhouse. Um, well, and then the, the set designs in that movie oh, were amazing. Oh, everything their was atten- just Their attention to detail on. was tremendous in that film. You know? Yeah. So production from production design to costume design to makeup and everything else. Yeah, to the cast. To the, I mean, the, the cast was just amazing. What is the name? I can't think of the, the, the name uh, Cindy Lou's father. Um, the guy, he's like, oh, man, I can't think of his name. He, he's a classic, uh, classically trained vaude, vaudevillian, I mean, vaudeville actor. Um, I've seen him in a ton of things. He used to be on Sesame Street a lot and stuff, too. But, I mean, it was good to see him in there. I mean, he did a great job. Yeah, uh, yeah. We had What's-Her-Face uh, playing uh, Cindy Lou's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, all the all the all the names are escaping me right. I now. know, right? Me too. Yeah. Figures of all times. Uh, yeah, she was superstar <clears throat> on Saturday Night Live. Superstar, superstar. Oh, Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. Yeah, Molly yeah. Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the cast was amazing. Yep, they did a great job. Uh, mm-hmm. Story was great. Jim Carrey was awesome. Yeah, even awesome. Cindy Lou was good. Even Max. I mean, Max. He, that's right. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> he was good. So anyway, that was uh, my number two. Okay, here we are. Your number one. Number one is all uh, time. Favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. No. Yes. <laughs> Die Hard. I love Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh man, we got to have this discussion. Okay, I'm going to tell you something right yes. now. John tell McTiernan. Tell me. John McTiernan, the director of this film, had yes. an interview. Gave an interview a few years ago, just three years ago. He finally put the kibosh on the age-old argument: Is okay. Die Hard a Christmas Let's hear movie? It. Let's hear he it. He said Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's action. So is but it's Hans Gruber the Grinch? Hans Gruber is the Grinch, yes. <laughs> but you know it's not Christmas until you see Hans Gruber get tossed off the Nakatomi t- high-rise yeah. tower in Los Angeles. No, Yeah, obviously, look. And I watched it last night. God, I, this is one of those movies I can watch over and over mm. and over and still not be bored with it. <clears throat> yeah. And the one-liners also <clears throat> are great, oh, yeah. too. Like, welcome to the party, pal. And, you know, yippee Kaye, bleeper bleeper, yeah. and, you know, choice words aside. But, yeah, just great action stunts, great great action scenes, and then obviously, much like what Lethal Weapon did with Mel Gibson, this one made Bruce Willis into a bankable box office action star. Hans mm. Gruber, classically trained Shakespearean actor, becoming yeah. um, the, one of the... Alan Rickman you're talking about? Alan Rickman, yeah, yeah. one of the great movie villains in this What's there not to like about Die Hard? I, I think I think we talked about this before. You know that scene where he falls, the the, the very end scene where he falls. Last scene, yeah. Uh, the last scene. They kind of surprised him on that. They he didn't know what was going to happen. I oh, mean, okay. he, I think he knew, but he did, they kind of surprised him as far as when it was going to happen. So that that yeah. reaction you see on his face is yeah. like real. 
I mean, that is a real oh. reaction because they were talking about how they, okay. you know, they set him up and he said, okay, he's going to fall backwards and, you know, okay, all that. But they yeah. didn't, they didn't let him know like when it was going to happen. They surprised oh. him. Okay. So that when you see that, that look on his face, that's like real terror, you know, because they, they surprised him anyway. All right. Yeah. That movie, it, I love that movie. I love Die Hard. And you're right. What you said about that, as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, as far as Christmas, I still have my debate. I don't know. I still have, I still have uh, uh, my uh, opinion about that. I did Christmas for the movies. longest time. I always argue that it was not. Because it's funny. Christmas I don't. Movie. I don't watch those movies. It's so funny because I've never, <clears throat> I've never watched those movies during Christmas. Okay. You know, I don't know why. I mean, even though they're Christmas movies, even the same with Lethal Weapon and stuff. I, mm-hmm. I think I'd have to go back and look at the box office when they actually came out. Did they come out around Christmas time, or did they come out? I think like Lethal Weapon came out in the summer or something. Lethal Weapon actually did come out in the summer. Yeah. So um, you know what I mean. It's, I think I just never never related it to even though it had Christmas in it to me it was just like well the time of the year it wasn't yeah, necessarily okay. you know that's why I think where I come from on that but yeah I'm not sure we'll have to see when Die Hard was released if that was released uh, in uh, uh, around Christmas but yep okay my number one while you're looking that up my number yeah. one uh, is one you have already mentioned 1946 classic uh-huh. it's a wonderful, wonderful life. life that's Aww. my number one Christmas movie now here's the thing you know um are you looking it up i'm looking to see when die hard came okay out. We're, we're hold on with uh, for a minute folks Let's release see. date was july 22nd 1988 oh see see why didn't they do it during christmas time i don't know but hey if john mctiernan the director comes out and says <laughs> it's a christmas film it's a christmas film let's get to your number okay, one okay so right? anyway uh yeah it's a wonderful <laughs> life the funny thing about that is that when when it came out in 46 it was not a hit that's right. Um, yeah. it, it, this movie really didn't get big box office draw. It didn't really make a big, a big uh, a bang in the box office. Yeah. Um, and and at the time too, it was actually. And here's the reason too. I think one, a couple of reasons. They said one was because they wanted to get it out for that year's Oscars. Okay. To be an Oscar contention. Okay. The funny thing is, it was nominated for like five Oscars, mm-hmm. and it won. None. I think it did win a, a non-competitive one for like a technical some technical thing but it didn't get it didn't win what sure. actually won was a uh, um Eli Kazan had a, uh, a, a production company called Liberty Bell if you guys remember in the beginning of the movie it says Liberty the Bell Big Bell yeah yeah rings. the Big Bell so Liberty Bell with uh with also the the uh, director who did win for Frank Capra uh, uh I'm sorry you're right Frank Capra what did Directed I, what did I say it. Who you did didn't say anybody yet. Oh, anyway, so Frank Capper directed yeah. it. Um, anyway, the guy who won was William Wyler for The Best Years of Our Lives, which came out at the same time, but it was also put out by Liberty Bell, so I don't know. Okay. But anyway, so it kind of took a, a, a back seat. This funny thing was about this movie is that the only reason this movie really became a classic, became popular, is because in 1974, somebody screwed up, and they didn't redo the copyright on it. Mm-hmm. So in 74, it became public domain. No kidding. So that's why all of a sudden everybody and and every TV station and their mother's TV station started running It's a Wonderful Life all the time, you know, like 24 hours a day during Christmas time. And that's how it became so popular. I'll be darned. So, yeah. So it didn't really happen until until 74 when, when, you know, because I do remember, too, you know, you'd watch it like on, on our local station, PBS. 
they would have they would play that thing like 24 hours a day I mean even like coming up to Christmas they play for like three days straight it would just right. be it's a wonderful life just constantly wow. right okay but anyway yeah so public domain and then of course you know people bought the rights I think Turner bought the rights and this mm-hmm. and that and so you know now they do play it you know they've kind of toned that down and they do play it but that that's the reason huh. that, it, that it became so popular which is funny because when I watched it, I thought it was an instant. I mean, I just thought it was an instant classic. I mean, as, yeah, as yeah. far as it was just a, a popular Christmas movie, so I didn't realize that it kind of, kind of didn't do very well at the time that it came out. Interesting. Wow. So that's... anyway, yeah, it's a wonderful life. I've seen it on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it on a radio play recently. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, one of my good friends did a radio play of it. It it's it's an amazing. It is amazing. I mean, in any, it's just a great. Great story. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I wish I had the two. The story is taken from, I can't remember exactly, um, from mm-hmm. another story. But uh, um, anyway, sorry, no, I don't have the information here. But yeah. No, that's all right. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Definitely my number one. Um, there are a lot of, I wanted to say real quick before we go, we were running a little bit late. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, you might have a couple of these too, but you know, just, just some honorable mentions here. Yeah. I still think Love Actually is a good Christmas movie. Didn't make the list. <clears throat> uh, didn't make my list either, but yeah, it deserves to be on there. White <clears throat> Christmas, classic. Well, yeah, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. I, I do like that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Polar Express. Uh, no, I, I do love the Polar Express. I love the yeah. animation in that film. Yeah. yeah. I, I know. That's the one part though. I, seeing, uh, uh, what's his name as an animated conductor? Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks. That's yeah. a little disturbing. <clears throat> I don't know why. Does that, but the otherwise, I like it. I don't know what, what. Yeah. But anyway, that that's the only thing. What about any any other honorable mentions for you before we go on the Christmas that didn't yeah. make a list? Well, Home Alone didn't make my original list, but that's an honorable mention. Yeah. Same thing with Polar Express. Same thing with Love. Actually, I also put um, uh, Big on that Ooh, list as well. Big, Tom okay. Hanks with Big. Now it doesn't necessarily take place during Christmas, but it was shown during Christmas a lot. And so that's why I put it on there. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time. I also have on my honorable list, uh, The Christmas Carol featuring Patrick Stewart. Oh, as, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Patrick Stewart did a wonderful adaptation of Ebenezer Scrooge mm. in um, in his version of The Christmas Carol that came out in the early to mid 90s. So I have that on the honorable mention on my list. And then another one that I had on there as well is um, uh, it's an it's. Uh, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Oh, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas is on that. I didn't really put Charlie Brown uh, just because to me it wasn't like necessarily a movie, you know. But uh, that's fine. But yeah, that is definitely a classic. Uh, The other one, do you know that uh, Henry Winkler did uh, Christmas Carol? He played Ebenezer Scrooge. No kidding. Yeah, I think it was a a TV version too. I think Henry Winkler was in there. I'm trying to think. There's been so many. Well, Jim Carrey did that animated uh, Scrooge uh, Christmas Carol one. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of Christmas carols out there. But uh, yeah, Sleepless in Seattle was on my list too. Sleepers in Seattle. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, hey. Whoa. Uh-oh. Are we done already? Wow. That went by fast. Wow. La 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 la. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this special uh, top 10 Christmas movie list show. Of oh, pardon the intermission. And uh, remember to uh, review and uh, like the show. That definitely helps us out. And subscribe. And don't forget to tell your friends, your neighbors, your teachers, your lovers, everyone about us. <laughs> and uh, hey, I hope you all have a happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. God bless. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? 
Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.